for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, Tom, how are you? Doing pretty good. Glad to have you on. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So we got a T-Dot Striker joining us. Uh, how's uh, everything going over in uh, Sydney? Oh, awesome, man. The weather's getting better. It's getting yeah. hotter and hotter. I, I, <laughs> I, was just, actually, I was just visiting my hometown a few weeks ago. I was in Europe, uh-huh. and uh, it was pretty awesome there. The weather was actually quite good, but it was... Uh, a bit pessimistic about how good the weather would be, but uh, when, when when I got there, it was pretty good. Yeah, fair fair enough. We're we're kind of we had a taste of winter. I think it was last week or two weeks ago, and now we're back where it's like manageable to be outside. And it's like if that's what our winter is going to be like, I don't want any part of it. Like <laughs> I, I don't want any part of this. So, um, but glad well, to have the, you. How's the fundraiser going? Oh, fundraiser's going well. Um, you know, it's we're hour three. We just kicked over hour three, so uh, still very early. Uh, doing doing good though, holding in strong. What what time is it there? Uh, three a.m. or three oh four a.m. So <laughs> it, like the it, like the Matchbox Twenty song. Yeah, it, you know it, it's funny because all this week it felt like I was fighting something off. Like I could just tell on the inside it was like. There's like a bug or something that's trying to kick my butt a little bit. And all the way up until last night when I got off of work, it's like, man, this this thing is just not I like I don't feel 100 percent. I don't I don't know what's going on here. And I woke up at 11 p.m., like an hour before we were going live. And I was like, whatever it was, just vacated my body. Yeah. So, tell what. Tell me about this uh, new uh, project that you're working on. This uh, T dot striker project. Yeah. So, um, just uh, always wanted to do it. Um, basically, um, sort of releasing song by song. I've released one song already. Uh, it's called Choice, and it's on Spotify and all the normal normal streaming platforms and that. Um, and I'm working on a new song called Someone Else's Life. So uh, we're back in the studio in a, in a couple of weeks um, to do that one. And um, I'm going to be featuring on another song. Can't, can't really talk too much about it. It's kind of a, an undercover song with a, with another artist at the moment. Mm. Uh, so that's, that's exciting because um, there's some, yeah, there's really some really established people on that. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's like it's 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 really good, and I kind of plan to just keep on releasing songs. Yeah, I suppose in the aim of creating the uh, like an album of of similar songs that I suppose I always wanted to write. Fair enough, fair enough. It's uh, you know it's always cool to kind of uh, jump into this project by yourself and kind of get to express yourself as your own vision, as you kind of want to see where your music can take you. Um, When you were kind of exploring this idea for T dot striker, was it like, 
and having talked to you prior to this and had have having a long uh, long standing relationship leading back to 2020 how's the what was kind of the approach going into this project um well i i suppose i didn't have any preconceptions and i kind of liked it that way because i've always been in bands and always performed for since i was a kid um you know i had ups and downs in music you know in a way like so um it was i've always been involved with other people who i suppose impacted my decisions on w- where i wanted the songs to go and it was a totally new uh i suppose new idea new kind of um experience more so for me to be the decision maker you know even the producer uh, who worked with me on the latest track, like he said to me, like he said, well, you're more the producer than I am. You're you're at least the executive producer because, I mean, you know exactly what you want, you know, and, and he's just there to facilitate it. And I didn't see it that way when I started the, the recording session, but as we were going through it, you know, I was definitely open to ideas from the producer, but I also had a vision for the song mm-hmm. because the song's actually about euthanasia, you know, it's about... Um, I wanted to write about serious topics. Like I wrote a lot of songs, like a lot of fun, you know, songs about nothing, songs about a lot of things, you know, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of fun songs and heavy songs, you know, like you, you've heard my music before. So, yeah. you know, that I can get extremely heavy. And then I wanted to kind of go back to my roots with the acoustic guitar and, and, and you know, piano and, and what have you and go more about where's the song taking me, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't really about me making the decisions. It was the song, I suppose, making the decisions for me. I was trying to just facilitate it. But it was a totally new experience. Um, but it was a really rewarding experience. And I'd say that to a lot of the listeners out there. If you are an artist and you do want to express yourself in a certain way, um, I definitely think it's worth going in there on your own um, and actually developing the song as you go. Now, a lot of actually musicians who play on the track um, are actually friends of mine and actually some have played with me before, you know. So um, it was it was really, even they said the experience was very different and they really enjoyed it, you know. Kind of way, like the, the bass player basically said, like, mate, this is, this." he kind of said, this is what you were meant to do, you know. Mm-hmm. He says, I think that, you know, these are songs. These are, if not the best songs you've ever written, they're they're definitely high up there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really enjoyable. Yeah, it was just good to get the reaction like that, you know, kind of way. And um, I suppose just find the true meaning in the song because, as I said, the song's about euthanasia. It's about really the the day after, um, you know, you you wake up and you know someone uh, in your life you've helped to uh, to I suppose end their life, mm-hmm. um, and. That's called choice and uh, i think and i don't want to babble on too much i'll let you talk in a second but uh, what i found is like that like um i like like i found myself surrendering to the song mm-hmm. you know like basically like coming to terms with the song and letting the song take me there you know um yeah, yeah i really enjoyed the experience of it yeah awesome awesome and you you know having heard some other um, music by you prior to T. Dot Striker and all that stuff, and just kind of seeing you flourish in this new in this new project that you're doing has been absolutely amazing. I've enjoyed everything that I've heard, and you know it. Like I'm, I'm glad that 
that you're kind of finding fi- not that you didn't have your stride before but that you're kind of finding your stride now as a independent solo music i guess technically yes a solo musician but uh you know it, it's been really cool to kind of watch this new project transform yeah i see it like i i i read actually matthew perry's book recently and he said um like and it's a shame he passed away um mm. i have to say like i I wanted to read his book for months, and even when I was back home in Ireland, my sister said, uh, "Oh, you got to read, you got to read this book. You know, it's unbelievable. It's just like so, so honest, you know, and so like it's it's crazy what mm. what he talked about in his life and that." And um, he said in a part of the book, not going to give away the book, Jesus, it's a big book anyway. But like <laughs> um, he says it in a part of the book that um, that he went and he did, you know like drama like roles rather than the comedic roles you know Mm -hmm. and he said that he really wanted to only take scripts with that and he said like funnily enough he won emmys for the for the drama roles and he didn't get you know he didn't get the same for the comedic roles you know and he said like let that be a you know an example for people because you know you never know where where you actually where you will flourish you know and Mm -hmm. yeah like it's different as well. Like, I mean, playing with bands and playing different types of songs and everything, it's all about experience and expression, you know? So the acoustic songs and the piano songs, yeah, they're they're sad, but there's also a lot of listeners out there who kind of feel that, you know? And then there's mm. other people who want to go and have fun and jump around and crowd surf and what have you, you know? Like, I mean, yeah. we played, a few months ago, we played to a sold-out crowd, like uh, 500 people. I know, for a small band, you know, in a way it, was, it was big for us, you know? Yeah. Um, but in that, like, it, it's totally different experience, you know. And then, you know, when I play, you know, an acoustic gig and, you know, you, some people come up to you and, you know, say they lost people or, you know, and some a song meant this this way to them, I suppose that hits hits you in a different way, you know. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I'll, you know, if I'm honest about it, it's a more rewarding, it's more rewarding for me to see that or hear that and, and for them to feel the song that way. Um, so there's a lot more kind of value, I suppose, for the world when I think of it that way. I think my contribution for the world, if I ever, you know, finally end uh, end up um, doing that and great music, you know, I mean? like it would be nice to think that um, that you have that to remember, you know, about someone who felt a certain way about someone lost or what have you, rather than someone saying, oh, I had a great night jumping around to your music kind of thing. Not, I'm not taking anything away from the other, uh, the, I suppose, the other version, but it's just it, it does kind of hit more home to me and make me feel a bit more proud yeah for sure for sure uh so with this with the t dot striker project is it, are you primarily just a recording artist and not focusing so much on like live shows and stuff like that is that correct yeah yeah correct yeah so i guess that like it depends if there's a demand for live shows i'll definitely i'll definitely do it you know um mm-hmm. i've road tested some of the songs um at open mic nights i'd show up at and you know play a song and you know and see the reaction and stuff like that and then i think you know oh here i'm i'm onto something here with this song kind of thing you know um and i do like i'll just throw in some covers that i enjoy playing or something like that you know but um but um yeah like um i've no real ambition to you know to to play live unless people really want to listen um, I mean, they can they can find the songs online, and you know, like um, if the you know if it really does mean something to them, yeah, please follow me, and you know, maybe send a message or what have you. And if the, I suppose if there's enough 
people to do a gig or something. Because like I went through the process, you know, mm-hmm. of you know, you know, trying to make a name for yourself in music. It's very hard. It's very difficult for um for artists, you know. Um, you're spending so much time on social media and so much time that you could be otherwise spending in the studio writing good songs, you know, because that's really what it's all about. It's not about, yeah. you know, all the other stuff that comes with it. Unfortunately, playing live drags you into that and it takes you away. And I found myself, like, you know, focusing more on that stuff than the actual songs. Um, but with this way, there's no pressure, you know, there's no pressure to play live. There's no pressure to to do anything. It's just basically just show up to the studio and, uh, you know, and, and write shit songs, write great songs, write halfway in between songs, make mistakes um, and come across magic gold dust as well. You know, it's yeah. all about the experience. Yeah, 100 percent. I couldn't agree more. Um, so a- as you are kind of you know, working through your project, uh, you've got, you know, you brought up the couple of new songs that you got, uh, one you can't really talk about. Um, what, what's kind of running through your mind right now as you're kind of in the bit, the fairly, I'll say the fairly beginning stages of this, uh, the T. Striker project, what's kind of running through your mind right now as you are like jumping into another set of releases? Uh, funnily enough, I'm enjoying life. Um, you know, I'm spending time with loved ones and friends and, and doing different things that I never really had the chance to uh, when I was so focused on the on the band and stuff like that, you know? Um, so, and it's actually developed, you know, better for my songwriting, you know? Um, but yeah, again, I don't have any preconceptions about the whole thing. I'm kind of just winging it at the moment and just flowing through it. And funnily sure. enough, when I, was in, when I was in this studio, that's how I got involved with this other project was, you know, I was, you know, I was on my way out of the studio. There was another artist coming in and that art, artist basically heard uh, the like the end of my song. And when I left, apparently he asked for the producer to uh, to listen to it again or, or what have you, you know, and he said that I think this guy would be really good on on this other track, you know, that they're working mm-hmm. on, you know. Yeah. And um, that's how I got involved in that project. So I suppose you never know where things lead. Um, and to be honest, it's going to be a really good experience for me to play with uh, some, some of these people as well and actually sing and, and, and contribute towards a track like that. So I guess I'm open to I'm open to anything, you know, kind of like I'm just I'm just kind of just flown, kind of floating through it, if you get me, you know. Nice, nice. You brought up that you're kind of you're enjoying life right now. What what are you what it's what's something you've been really enjoying recently? Like just as when you kind of step away from music and just need to take a break from things. What have you been enjoying recently? Yeah, I guess. Well, um, if you haven't already, well, if your listeners haven't already realized, I'm from Ireland. Um, you probably hear it in the accent, but so it's good to go home um, and actually plan a trip plan a trip back to Europe and mm-hmm. um, see some music there and see see friends and family and spend time there play a lot of pool I play I love playing pool and um, so I've seemed to play a lot more pool in the last few months than I have in a long time um so like yeah it's just being out with people and just kind of seeing what's happening in life I don't, I don't spend so much time on like social media you probably know this because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm terrible at getting back to messages I never go on Messenger or anything. The only thing I'm on is WhatsApp, maybe just to talk to people. It's a bit easier, you know. Yeah. Um. 
but I'm never on like I'm not on Instagram really like obviously I've got profiles on there but I don't you know especially with the new project I don't post anything um I do go on Twitter a little bit because I think it's a bit more of a true source of information so yeah I think I think Twitter is more like an adult version of Facebook and Instagram you know the other the other two are for kids um but yeah, I just find myself like um, getting away from that and spending more time in, in the real world, you know, and you'd be surprised. It's very re- rewarding in the real world. Um, the stuff that, you know, I'm doing now, um, like different classes, different things I've always wanted to educate myself on um, to do with music and not to do with music, you know, Um and yeah, and I mean, look, like you know, it's not as if I can like I'm doing this full time. Like I have a like a, a, a I suppose a very well established career in my job, you know, mm-hmm. um, as I work as an engineer, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I'm you know I suppose I'm helping build Sid- Sydney. I'm working on some crazy big projects, and it's nice. extremely. My job is extremely exciting, and and believe it or not, I actually actually love my job. You know, I love what I do. Um, and I make a big difference because, you know, we're, you know, we're building like these massive structures for people to utilize, you know, kind of way, yeah. whether it's trains and um, big tunnels or big, uh, big buildings with commercial units or, you know, places that people can go and enjoy themselves and what have you. So it's nice to play a big part in that. Um, and, you know, I've been fairly, I wish I was a, as successful in music as I was in, in my career um, as an engineer, you know. Mm. um but uh unfortunately it doesn't always you know pan out the way you you want as you know you know kind of way, like um unfortunately you never know what you know god or the higher whatever higher power has has in store for you you know um but yeah like i'm very i'm i i'm very i'm a very grateful person for what i have you know of you know a great of an amazing studio at home i do a lot of my own recording and i do everything and uh, most of my stuff in my own studio you know um, so I can potter around there and, you know, write and just pick up a guitar whenever I want and play a bit of, you know, uh, something on the keys or something and, you know, just just kind of dabble in different things. And I do have, you know, some musicians pop into me every now and again and we kind of we write together or we'll just have a jam. And it's nice like that, you know, and then to have the, obviously the career and the fallback in that, you know, I can travel anywhere in the world and I can do you know, I, I, I can actually work on it as an engineer in a lot of mm. different places. I can even come to America because I have obviously an affi- like an affiliation there as well. So it's Australia's been great to me. Europe's been great to me. And yeah, I don't know what's in store for me next, you know, but I'm kind of, I suppose I'm moving the pawns on all my different things that I'm working on, you know? Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so if anybody wants to check out uh, your music or, you know, just kind of keep tabs on what's going on in the world of T.Dot Striker. Uh, where's the, obviously you just talked about uh, not really using social media that much, but is there any place that they could check out your music or where can they find that stuff? Yeah. I mean, if you just search um, T.Dot Striker, that's T-E-E-D-O-T and then Striker, S-T-R-Y-K-E-R.com or just uh, search that on Spotify um, all the Instagram handle is the same. It's, T, it's the, you know, forward slash striker, same as Facebook. Um, I probably will be become more active in, in the future, and, but I am definitely releasing more songs on Spotify. Um, yeah, I guess that's the best way, I suppose, the best way to support and, and follow me and that. And obviously, uh, you know, the, the music is, is going to be online and pretty much all the platforms that you, 
you know, that the, that your listeners will have, you know? Yep. 100%. Uh, but once again, thank you, man, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to do a little uh, musician, musician roulette here and bring in our next guest. Um, and uh, yeah, T-Dot, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate you. No, no worries, um, best of luck with the campaign. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you have you. a great day. And uh, I, we will be right. We're going to do a little switcheroo here.